Season 1, Episode 6. Welcome to the Show Me Comics Podcast. I'm Tim Pickerel, digital media producer of Show Me Comics. And I'm Jordan Taylor, writer of all things web content and comic book scripts. Awesome. So what are we talking about today? Today, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked because uh, I didn't have time to prep for this episode. That's a... Uh, actually... I think that's pretty much true of almost every episode. <laughs> now, uh, the, the reason I say that is because today we're going to talk about making time, whether you have to make time to write, make time to draw, make time to promote on uh, online, or make time to do a podcast. How do you make time for your creative endeavors when everything else in your life is so immediate? I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. I definitely struggle with it. Because I have a lot of different side projects that I like to work on. And uh, between making the working on the website for Show Me Comics, working on any other website, uh, writing, all that, a lot of things seem to conflict. Um, I spend, you know, however many, like 11 hours a day at the office if we include commute time. So usually when I get home in the evening, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. And sometimes I just have to push myself to make time. So, and sometimes I don't, sometimes I just sit around and watch TV. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a problem for both of us that we're still, still, excuse me, still dealing with. Um, but obviously because we have a graphic novel that's coming out because you are listening to this podcast, because you might've found it via our website, obviously we've made time to accomplish things in the past. So what we're going to try to do is dig down and find out, uh, what kind of sacrifices did we have to make or what kind of a mindset shift did we have to have to finish our writing, finish our art. And, uh, by the way, I wish Sam Richardson, our artist was here, but alas, he is not. Unfortunately, Sam is doing community service. Yeah. And, uh, the unfortunate thing about this community service is he works for a very proactive dog kennel because he has to keep the kennels clean, which being proactive sounds nice, except that since they're so proactive, he actually has to follow the dogs around and catch the poo as it comes out before it hits the floor. Yeah. Instead of actually cleaning the kennel out after the fact. But, uh, so they're some proactive people to work for, but it's probably a crappy job. And it's also for the best that he's not here. Cause I don't want those hands touching the microphones. I don't want him touching anything, That's true. <laughs> but moving on. So he has the same problems. He has to make time for art. So, uh, I guess one thing to get out of the way is, uh, Tim and I have, we have kind of two different situations. He has been working, uh, in his profession for longer than I've been doing my day job. So he's kind of, you know, got a larger role in that sense. So his job is very, you know, demanding, uh, myself, I have, Two little demons. I mean, kids uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, are always there, twenty four seven, waiting for me to get home. Uh, so we have two different situations, two unique problems. Uh, so let's talk about those because I, I'm sure our listeners have at least those two, and plus many more. I would think a lot of people have procrastination problems or just motivation problems, right? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So oh, I was just going to say, how have you dealt with yours and? And mastered them even for a short while in the past. Even for – if we're talking about just a short while in the past, I would do one of two things. I would just pick one project and work on it for an extended period of time, uh, even if it has nothing to do with a creative asset. I think the the main project I did uh, last year was work on myself. 
So I spent three months doing nothing but work and then focusing on my diet and hitting the gym for 12 weeks. Oh, well, that's, that's a great, uh, first of all, that's going to benefit you in all your creative aspects is being healthier. Uh, but it's a great point. The fact that you narrowed your focus. So let's say you're a writer with a deadline mm-hmm. or an artist with a deadline or anybody and you're struggling to meet that deadline. Maybe you have to narrow your focus because it's funny to think of a creative project, something you're doing that seems like such a wholesome activity as being a distractor. Right. But I've run into that before. It's like, Oh, this writing, this script is so tough. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on Facebook and promote the comic. That's a good thing. That's a worthwhile goal. Sure. I'll, I'll write posts and I'll do this and that. And I'm still creating. Yeah, but I'm using that as a distraction, you know, that the, the priorities are kind of out of whack. So I hear you on narrowing your focus. That's a, a very good step to take. However, there was a downside to it. And I would be lying if I didn't give you the downside. So... I have a lot of other ideas floating around in my head. So with the huge amount of time I spend at work, the amount of time I spend at the gym, the amount of time I made cooking my meals to get my nutrition in order, I didn't have a lot of time for anything else, which included other creative endeavors. But it's one of those things where it was important, so you just had to hunker down and do it, reach the end, and then go from there. Absolutely. And I had a similar thing uh, in my situation of narrowing uh, my focus. And uh, what was a little slightly different is I had to communicate this to other people. You know, I didn't want to. It was a difficult conversation. But I remember when I was trying to finish the uh, script for Hafu, our graphic novel that uh, is coming out or is probably already out by the time this podcast airs, uh, to write that, it was... I think ended up being almost 50 written pages, uh, which was a sizable effort for, uh, you know, myself between working full time, having two kids and a wife at home. And I remember when I worked on it, the time I chose was, okay, sometimes my wife and I will just sit around and watch a TV show. Just kind of being in that same space, uh, it, you know, felt like spending time together and that's fine. You know, at the end of the day, you're tired and that's just kind of what you want to do. Um, so what I decided to do was I'm going to grab a laptop and I'll sit on the couch right next to her. She can watch whatever she wants to watch. We're still, you know, kind of being together. If she needs to interrupt me, she can, if she's just engrossed in her show, she doesn't have to. But I would sit with the laptop and work on the script right there. And sometimes if the show was really engrossing, like I wanted to watch it too. Um, like my wife likes a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I like, like anime and, um, you know, the, the shows that are kind of out there like Fringe and things like that. Sure. Um, so if I found myself getting distracted by the show, I would put on a good rhythmic type music and put headphones in attached to the laptop. And that way it kind of... Uh, blocked it out. But still, because I was in the same room as her, she could just tap me on the shoulder if she needed anything. And uh, So I narrowed my focus, but that involved me saying, hey, honey, when, you know, for the next couple of weeks, if you don't mind, we're just going to kind of do the zone out TV thing because I'm going to be writing. And uh, that helped out uh, a lot. And she was very understanding. And um, after that, we didn't have to do the zone out TV thing for a little while, but it helped. 
That's very cool. Uh, the other thing that I've taken to recently, um, so I was talking about the, you know, the working out that I did last year. So I haven't done as much working out this year. We're about halfway through the year and I haven't, I've haven't hit the gym nearly as much as I wanted to. So I'm getting back into that. But again, as I said before, I had the issue of not being able to manage other things. So what I've taken to now is I've tried to organize my time as best as possible, which includes me taking my iPad to work. So during my downtime, like my lunch hour, I'll just go somewhere else away from my desk and I'll start writing on my iPad for an hour. And an hour that you're writing a day is better than an hour that you're not writing, whether it's at home or anyway, just organizing your time and getting it done when you can. That is an awesome point. And I want to come right back to that, but real quick, I want to fly in the face of everything we've been talking about here and talk about a distraction. I want you to enjoy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that because we're at this point, not brought to you by anybody yet, but instead we want to bring you good things that we enjoy. Um, And this one is not going to be helpful at all other than in letting loose and enjoying yourself every once in a while. So I want to talk about uh, voodoo, Bacon Maple Ale brought to you by Rogue Brewery. Uh, They are a a brewery out in Portland, Oregon, but you can find their beers almost everywhere in the United States. And this one, like I said, the name's a little bit weird, Bacon and Maple. It's based off of a a donut from a famous Portland donut shop that has maple icing and a strip of bacon on top of it. Sounds delicious. uh, You know, to a lot of people it'll sound weird, but it is delicious. It if you put your nose in the in the glass, it smells like a kind of like a sweet campfire. But when you uh, taste it, it's not a whole lot of smokiness. That sweetness of the maple really punches through. And uh, when you have found your time to write or draw or develop, and you want to reward yourself, it's a really great way to to end the day. And and rewarding yourself kind of is another way to make time. But yeah, uh, so that's what we're bringing you. I want to get back to the point that Tim made though. He mentioned that he sneaks in time to work on his project. See, I'm not like that. Uh, so that you find that works for you to just kind of steal an hour here, hour there? It's definitely gotten me further than it would have if I, well, obviously, if I just didn't do it. But being able to work on my own stuff with what little free time I do have at work allows me to chip away at the boulder that is my, the projects that I'm working on. Um, and the other thing is a lot of people like to work from home, stuff like that. I find being at home a real distraction because there's all kinds of other stuff going on. I've got a 70 inch TV. I've got an Xbox. I have Facebook. Easy access to distractions. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot easier for me to unplug at work and just get away from my laptop and just sit there on the iPad. Don't connect to the Wi-Fi on it, just use my word processing program and type. That's a really good point because it's kind of a welcome escape from the drudgery, I guess you would say, you know, not to say that your job's for drudgery. No, I but... definitely enjoy my job, but yeah, sometimes, I mean, I want my hour away from, or my hour in the middle of the day to be my hour in the middle of the day, so I just write. That's that's awesome that you're able to do that. I, on the other hand, I'm not able to make time that way. What I need is a block of time. Like when I was going to, when I was in the Navy and going to college, when I would have my Saturdays off, that's when I did a lot of my college because I did online coursework for the most part. And so I would take Saturday, like I'd wake up, 
grab a cup of coffee, you know, pour it down my throat and, uh, just tell my family, go have fun, go do something, you know, go to the park or whatever, but I'm not going to be available for the next eight hours. Sure. And I would crank out homework like nobody's business. And I do the same thing with writing. Um, but where I think I really shoot myself in the foot is saying, okay, Saturday, I want to be my block or let's say it was Wednesday night, whatever your time you could have a block of time in. What I forget to do is when I'm not having that hour of creativity on a daily basis, I think what would really help people is plugging in a menial task into that daily hour so that come Saturday morning or come Wednesday night, you've gotten a lot of that clutter out of your life and your block of free time is actually a block of free time. Sure. And that's my biggest problem is not remembering to do the small stuff throughout the week. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I spend a lot of, I, I usually spend the first hour that I'm at home trying to just clean up around the house. So I don't have a bunch of stuff to do over the weekend. Yeah. And I mean, shifting gears comes into it too. You yeah. know, sometimes that's difficult, uh, uh, coming home and shifting gears takes time. Yeah. Oh crap. I have to go to the store. Oh crap. I have to do laundry. And that's, you know, an hour that you're not spending in your block writing or whatever, drawing or whatever. All right. So we've talked about some things you can do. We talked about talking to, to loved ones. We talked about sneaking an hour here in it at lunch, or we talked about carving out a block of time. What are pitfalls that will steal your time away from, creativity um my big one is just being on the internet that is that has to be the big i love the internet so much i make my living off the internet but the internet is such a huge distraction between just the amount of information that you can get i mean anything you want to look up like on a whim the world's knowledge is at your fingertips and i can easily spend hours just reading stuff on wikipedia uh, looking at what my friends are up to on facebook following my my celebrities on Twitter and it's just I can you can uh, hours can just disappear on the internet so sometimes you just have to unplug get away from it and get your work done well that's really true when we're talking about comics because more and more artists are working on the computer writers have always worked on the computer web developers they have to work on the computer there's no ifs ands or buts and it's kind of unique because I mean let's say you were a drummer and you said, this is my hour where I'm going to practice playing the drums. You don't have that ability to, you know, click with your drumstick to instantly distract yourself on the web. Yeah. But, right, that's true. They, they <laughs> Google come, pads. Eye drums. Um, but when they, they haven't come out with those yet. But artists, you know, they're doing their coloring and inking and things like that on a computer. All you have to do is say, uh, I need a five-second break. Let me click on NF. You know, you click on something and a five second break turns into you lost minutes. your whole block of yeah. time. Um, so I know that What's Sam, do you know what Sam's process is like for his artwork? Uh, I know that he will draw like a rough sketch in pencil. So again, he doesn't have to worry about that instant clickability. Um, but after he has the rough sketch in pencil, he'll scan it or take a picture with his iPhone, blow it up on the computer and he'll start digitally inking right there. He'll usually just go from, you know, a rough sketch to like a page and like nonstop. 
Right. Yeah, he will. And, uh, I wish he was here to speak about his level of distraction. Maybe we can, you know, do a follow up in the liner notes sure. with, uh, uh, how he deals with this, but or next time we have him in here, we'll just really quick touch on it. Absolutely. Um, but the point is you have to realize that that's a pitfall of our business. A pitfall of comics is having those computer related distractions and not just the internet, but games too. And uh, so what I've heard other authors do, especially novelists, is they will put themselves in some sort of extreme handcuff situation where they disable their network card or they go to a cabin where they literally don't have connectivity. Um, But you kind of got to realize that about yourself. Like an alcoholic doesn't go buy the alcohol and put it in his fridge and then try to not drink it. You know, (laughs) they realize that as a pitfall. So they avoid it. We have to do the same thing when it comes to making time for our creativity. Absolutely. And, uh, unfortunately, because it doesn't have the social stigma, you know, surfing the web, (laughs) uh, no one's going to call us out on it. So we just kind of have to do it ourselves. Uh, so that's a, you know, a really good point on that pitfall and a, a helpful one. Um, Another pitfall. Let me see if I can think of one of my own. Oh, this isn't really one of my own, but what I hear a lot is writer's block. I personally don't believe in writer's block. I think writer's block is a waste of time, you know, because literally, like, let's say if I sit down, I'm writing a first-person story. Mm Mm-hmm. And if I'm staring at the blank screen, I'm wasting my time. If I was writing a Batman story, I could just stare at the blank screen or I could write, I am Batman. I am Batman. I am Batman. A couple times, you know, and then I could say, my parents were killed. And I'm typing all this stuff that is useless, but you're engaging your brain. You're not just sitting there staring at the blank screen wasting your time feeling overwhelmed i got you right and that's why i don't believe in writer's block because you can sit there and you can crank out just drivel you know just stuff that is worthless but it the where the worth comes in is you're engaging your brain and before you know it you're going to start to spark ideas and that what people call writer's block is going to go away so you can just i think people say writer's block because they want the first words that they put to be unedited they don't want to have to come back to them. Right. That's and definitely because I actually did believe in writer's block until you just said that. That's actually definitely changed the way I looked at it. Well, I'm glad. And I hope that our listeners, you know, that they're going to get that same thing out of it. But, yeah, the, turn off your what people call your internal editor because your internal editor is going to waste your time a lot. Because uh, you can always go back and fix it, but you can't get time back once you've wasted it. And on that note... Uh, I think that takes us to the end here. So, uh, Tim. So this is uh, Show Me Comics, and we're wishing you the best of luck in your creative endeavors. You can make sure to check us out on Twitter at Show Me Comics. And you can follow our journey via the podcast. Contact us through Twitter uh, and ask us any questions via www.showmecomics.com. And that's comics with a CS because we know how to spell.